Welcome to Bridges 2030 Visions, a series in which we ask experts and thought leaders from around the globe, how do we build a more sustainable and inclusive world in the current decade and beyond? I'm James Taylor and this week I'm talking to a man who has arguably done more than anyone else to build the impact investing movement, both in the UK and globally, Sir Ronald Cohen. It became obvious that we needed to move to some form of impact accounting. You can begin to analyse impacts and relate them to profit in ways that we could never contemplate previously. And it's going to change the world. If you think about the birth of venture capital, government played a major role everywhere in getting the venture capital industry going. Sir Ronald was, of course, the founding chair of Bridges back in 2002. He also co-founded Social Finance and Big Society Capital. And he currently chairs two of the industry's most important market-building initiatives, the Global Steering Group on Impact Investments and the Impact Weighted Accounts Initiative at Harvard University, on which more later. Sir Ronald still passionately believes in the power of impact investing to solve our biggest challenges. And in fact, he argues, we're on the cusp of an impact revolution powered by technology and transparency. We caught up with him on a recent trip to London to find out more. Today you have $40 trillion of environmental, social and governance investing, which aims to deliver impact as well as profit. But in the absence of the measurement of the impact created, it's very difficult to distinguish between the businesses that are genuinely creating positive impact and those that simply claim to do so. And so it became obvious several years ago that we needed to move to some form of impact accounting so that we could compare not just the profits that companies make, but also the impacts that they create. The difficulty with measuring impacts is that it's very difficult to compare litres of water with tonnes of, uh, of carbon emissions uh, and soil erosion and to compare all of these impacts with profit. We needed to bring impact into financial analysis and the valuation of companies by having a single unit of measurement for impact and profit, which is money. And so I got involved in creating at uh, Harvard um, the Impact Weighted Accounts Initiative. What we see emerging now is revealing of performance on impact in a very similar way to performance on profit. You can look at uh, 3,000 companies' environmental impact, and you can see that 450 of them, for example, are creating more damage than profit in, in the year. Um, you can also see 
that the companies that pollute more are worth less on the stock exchange than their competitors who pollute less. And so you can begin to analyze impacts and relate them to profit in ways that we could never contemplate previously. It's been made possible by the arrival of artificial intelligence, machine learning and big data. It's a phenomenon uh, that um, has been enabled over the past uh, five, five years or, or so. And it's going to change the world because investors and talent and consumers are going to be able to distinguish between companies that are doing harm and those that are bringing solutions to the great challenges we face. And so the money will flow um, to those that know how to balance risk, return and impact in, in, you know, in, in the best way. And that will change our whole economic system to generating solutions instead of creating and aggravating um, problems uh, environmentally and socially. One of the disappointments of the last 12 years um, has been the way in which governments and philanthropists um, have picked up the very powerful idea uh, that uh, the invention of the impact bond in, in the UK uh, brought us in 2010. You'd have thought uh, the government would immediately have grabbed the idea uh, that you can attract investment capital to take the risk in creating a social improvement and only pay when the social improvement has been created. But it involves a massive change of mindset about procurement and, and so it's been very slow. There's a stark contrast today between the way this idea has been implemented in mainstream financial markets. So last year alone, sustainability-linked bonds and loans, where the interest rate that the corporate borrower pays falls if um, the company concerned achieves certain preset environmental or social targets, reached, wait for it, a trillion dollars, a trillion dollars. That compares with about $500 million raised so far for social impact bonds. Now, how do we get these ideas across now to government and, and, and philanthropists? I think we need to simplify the process of issuing these securities and give them much greater scale. And to do that, we need to have professionally managed outcomes funds, which may be run by governments, but may be run by teams like the Bridges uh, team, uh, organizing um, tariffs uh, that make sense uh, for each set of, of social outcomes uh, that you aim for, and enabling investors to fund organizations, be they charitable or profit with purpose businesses, uh, to achieve these important social goals in education, in, in health, in homelessness, in recidivism, in the myriad um, different issues uh, that uh, we've been unable 
um, to tackle effectively um, you know, across, across the globe. And the amount of money available in the financial markets is of the order of two to three hundred trillion dollars today. And so when governments find their budgets constrained in times such as these, where COVID has uh, uh, involved huge government expenditure, where the Ukraine crisis is now going to lead to increased defence spending and therefore reduced um, spending on, on, on social issues, there's a real opportunity to create billion-dollar-plus outcomes funds. If you think about the birth of venture capital, government played a major role everywhere in getting the venture capital industry going. Uh, first of all, it introduced regulation um, that uh, encouraged pension funds, for example, to begin investing in the area. And in the US legislation in 1978 um, led to a massive increase in, in the size of a venture capital fund from about two and a half million dollars, which is hard to believe that it was that small today, to 30 million dollars in, in the space of, of a year. So government regulation to motivate investors to get involved in investing in, in impact funds, um, tax breaks such as the social investment tax relief uh, that exists in the UK for investing in social impact bonds um, need to be very clearly and immediately attractive to investors. We can't hedge them in in so many ways and put ceilings and caps and so on and so forth uh, that make them an unattractive proposition except at very small uh, scale. And so governments need to be bold with their regulation and with the incentives that they provide through taxation and perhaps through matching investment as uh, the UK did with the very first Bridges Fund in 2002. Government has a major role to play now um, in pushing, uh, as it did with, with venture capital, the development of the whole impact investment sector. And it goes beyond that actually, because what the impact investment sector is showing government <coughs> is that there is a solution within our grasp to the huge environmental and social challenges we face. And the solution is to change our economic system so that as it drives for profit, it drives for impact at the same time. And just making money without worrying about the terrible consequences you create for people and planet becomes a dirty word and that's where we're, we're heading. And the transparency that is coming from uh, the measurement of, of impact, the fact that governments will then have the numbers at hand to tax companies directly for the harm that they create environmentally and socially and to provide tax incentives for those who help government to resolve these, these, these issues um, is going to be a major 
tool in the hands of government to achieve governmental priorities. I think the Ukraine crisis, the impetus it's going to give for countries to become more efficient in their use of energy and natural resources more generally, uh, the impetus it's going to give to self-sufficiency um, is going to drive a period of innovation. We are going to go through a second tech revolution which is going to marry impact thinking with technology and the force of impact transparency through the measurement of impacts that companies create in, in monetary terms and bringing those impacts into financial analysis are going to transform our economic system. You've been listening to Bridges 2030 Visions with me, James Taylor. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, why not like, subscribe, share, download extra episodes, or even leave us a nice five-star review somewhere. Thanks for joining us. Bridges 2030.